everybody welcome back to q-tips we are the video store junkies and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming and we're going to get right into this and i'm going to send this over to zach thank you so much renee uh my heart is still pumping my adrenaline is still going full blast uh because of course i watched fast x this weekend uh Yay! The, i'm actually just kidding i didn't watch it um but 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 i really needed that as a segue into uh my recommendations because uh you know i started to think what are some other movies that have reached the milestone of 10 installments uh, mm. in their series. Because we all know movies just get better. The franchise just improves uh-huh. uh, historically. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I started to think, what other movie- movies have gotten so good that they've gotten to 10 installments? And, uh, you know, I started thinking, I think there's another X movie uh, that that I think, I think it's uh, a movie that some people have probably passed over. And it's actually time for a, uh, a reanalysis of this one. Uh, I am, of course, talking about one of the greatest tenth installments of all time, uh, Jason X. And I know what you're. <laughs> <laughs> you might be saying, "Wait a minute, now uh, I haven't seen the previous nine, uh, Jason I through uh, I X. Uh, <laughs> is this movie for me? Well, the answer is absolutely. This movie is for everyone. Uh, this is a, uh, for those of you who don't know. Uh, this is the movie where Jason goes to space. Uh, kind of like uh, the previous installment of Fast and the Furious, which technically was actually the 10th installment because there wasn't that one spinoff. So uh, it still kind of ties in. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so this is the movie. Uh, Jason goes to space. He becomes a cyborg. Uh, he kills a bunch of people, obviously. And it's good fun. And I think everyone who's seen this movie agrees it's it's a, uh, a quality installment. Uh, I think a lot of people avoided it uh, as the box office at the time, which would suggest. I think it made about $39 at the box office. But um, Jason X, uh, what can I say? It's it's a, a thrill ride, uh, much like I'm sure Fast X is, which technically, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys watched. They, they put out like a five-minute trailer for that movie. So I feel like I've seen the movie. So uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I can, I can say that I, I watched that this weekend. Um Jason X is uh oh my god I lost my uh, page so let's uh let's talk let's uh, as I'm typing this in to see where it's playing um right show of hands who loves Jason X wow all of you okay great um Jason X of course can be seen on Tubi um that's the, apparently the only place it's playing I think Tubi has exclusive rights to Jason X um in, uh, in perpetuity. Yeah. Uh, or, or until the year uh, 2455, which is when this movie takes place. Uh, last thing I'll say about this movie, uh, where else are you going to find a, uh, a Friday the 13th film with uh, the features uh, David Cronenberg himself? Nowhere, because this is the only one. So, uh, great fun little cameo. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, speaking of uh, things that I think need to uh, deserve reanalysis that uh, everyone... Uh, everyone hates, but uh, I think we should actually love. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that about any of you. Um, <laughs> speaking of things that only get better with time, uh, Paul, uh, what's your first oh, pick this I, week? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I really did see uh, Fast X twice this weekend, but that's a. Oh, my oh, God. Are you kidding? Story. I was wow. going to make a joke about you watching it twice this weekend, and I was like, there's no way. I saw it with my oldest, who had only hmm. seen the first one. And he was like, he he turned to me. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so here for the next one." And then I told my <laughs> wife about it. And then so she's like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go." And so we went and she, we saw it again. So yeah, 
it's it it ticks all the boxes i'm just gonna say it's a it's it's special so anyway um but that's not what i'm that's not what i'm recommending oh and by the way there actually there are 12 movies because you got it you really need to include uh, a, a better luck tomorrow oh justin God. lynn's 2002 film which introduces the character of han so anyway um but yes uh, <laughs> but that's wow. not that's neither here nor there because my theme this week is movies where a significant portion of the cast melts that's right my first <laughs> film is body melt from 1994 it's an australian horror comedy and basically, this uh, small neighborhood, suburban neighborhood, gets these these free health pills. Well, little did I know there's uh, some bad side effects to those health pills. And uh, probably best if I just kind of read the list, aside from melting, read the list that uh, um, that's listed in Wikipedia. Let's see. The pills are consumed by res residents and produce liquefying flesh, elongated tongues, exploding stomachs, exploding penises, imploding heads, mm. monstrous births, tentacles growing out of the face, living mucus, sentient placentas, and other gruesome mutilations. This one's a blast, as if you couldn't tell. So, um, that's... Oh, where's it playing, Paul? Because you've got to see this, right? Well, I'll tell you, it's playing on Voodoo Free, and come on, everybody, where else is it playing? Tubi! 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 So, Body Melt from 1994, an Australian <laughs> horror comedy where pretty much the entire cast melts, implodes, explodes, or otherwise dissolves into a pile of goo and speaking of dissolving into a pile of goo i'll pass this to bill mulligan why thank you hey so it did work i mean as far as yeah. losing weight except for the tentacles coming out of your face this all sounds subtractive so you know maybe not if your penis exploded i mean depending on who we're talking to that's probably not not a big unless you're into that well yeah yeah yeah, yeah it could be well <clears throat> not really any theme here except um Underrated movies by directors who should have done more. And the first one is a really quirky little English film called Deathline, um, which also was released in the United States as Raw Meat. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's on Prime, Shutter, and AMC. It's from 1972, written and directed by Gary Sherman. It's got a great cast, Donald Pleasance, and Blinken, you'll miss him, but Christopher Lee is in there, too. And the plot is about two university students who find themselves at the center of an investigation involving a man who goes missing in the London Underground. And it turns out that when they were building the London Underground, apparently a bunch of people got trapped down there and have been living there and just inbreeding themselves into monstrous, uh, just very sad homeless people. And there's only one left. Uh, they're, they're all dead. And it's so he's... Uh, I mean, he's a monster. He kills and eats people, because what else are you going to do? It's all he's ever known. But he's a really sad monster. He only knows, you know, one line, which is, mind the doors, which I guess is what happens every time they close the doors on the subway system. Some voice says, mind the doors. That's all he knows. And it's it's really cool. It's got a, it's got a great... Everyone who's seen this movie will tell you it's got a great shot. It's a shot. It's a 360-degree pan that you see the lair that he lives in with the dead bodies of his friends and lovers all, you know, just decayed now. It's it's brilliant. And Gary Sherman is one of these directors that, you know, people saw this and they just about fell out of their chairs on what a great, this is his first movie. Hmm. But it was all downhill from this point on. Um, he, did, he did another kind of crazy one called uh, Dead and Buried, which is... Oh, I really like mind, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. A mind-blowing ending. 
Um, but very, another one of those movies that was kind of divisive. And then he did Poltergeist 3, which was a shit show. Um, his least favorite movie. And, of course, uh, the young girl died while they were shooting it. I mean, it was just a, it was just a disaster. And I think that kind of broke his love of doing movies, because after that, there's just been barely anything. He teaches film now. It's just one of those things you, you, you wish, wish he'd kind of gone on with it. But we still have this one. It, it's a cool movie worth watching. It's got that, it's got that British touch. And... Um, Definitely, definitely a, a good one to see. So uh, that's Deathline. Maybe Raw Meat. I don't know. But it's on, like I said, Prime Shutter AMC. And it's it's kind of uh, like all the few films that he's done. It's sort of getting a re-examination. And I will send this over to... Wait a minute. Who's left? The lovely Renee? Yes. yes, the lovely Renee. <laughs> well, thank you. So my recommendation, you know, much like Fast X... Is about family. <laughs> it's so it's a it's a young couple, and they are going home to see the the son's father. I should say the um, the family. They are Hasidic Jews, and so they are going home to to the father. Uh, he runs a funeral home. The mother has passed, so he's coming home to hopefully reunite and. You know, kind of bring the family back together again. The son has married a non-Jewish woman, so there was a little bit of tension in the family. But, you know, the father has, you know, kind of opened up his home and hopefully things can kind of get back on track a little bit. Uh, but they are dealing with a little demon problem, which mm. happens from time to time. Yeah. Um, I just, so this movie is called The Offering. It's on Hulu. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. I really liked this movie, uh, but also I think it hit me on a couple levels where, you know, I really enjoy, you know, like mythology and lore and, and you know, demons and, and just religion in general. And, and Jewish, the Jewish religion is one that's just always kind of interested me for a long time. Anyhow, uh, it's I just thought this movie was really good. I thought they had a lot of great attention to detail and it was very uh, atmospheric. And I thought, you know, the sets were great. I just enjoyed it a lot. It's called The Offering. And it's on Hulu. And I'm going to interject and say I second it. Yay! Thank you very much. And so I will pass this over to Zach. Thanks again, Renee. So continuing on my uh, 10th installment uh, theme this week, uh, I, have, I have another one that's uh, not uh, not an action film, but it is a horror film, or uh, I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a type of horror film. And I'm not going to say a whole lot about this one, uh, the film is uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I know what you're saying. Uh, do I have to have watched the other nine Cloverfield Lane films <laughs> <laughs> to get... Well, once again, no, you don't. No, <laughs> you don't. Uh, but in all seriousness, this does have Cloverfield in the title, which uh, you may uh, you may know that there are other films with Cloverfield in the title, but you actually don't have to watch those. Uh, you should watch the first one. It's a great movie, but uh, this one is, is not really a sequel. It's uh, not really a spinoff. I can't really say what it is because I'd be giving too much away. But uh, the the premise of this movie is that uh, something something has happened, some event has happened, and uh, a good Samaritan played by John Goodman has rescued uh, a young woman played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, taken her. She was in an accident, and he got her down into his bunker uh, before basically the world ended. Uh, or did it? Or did he? Ooh, so many mm. questions. Uh, very suspicious. Um, 
But yeah, I don't want to say any more other than uh, just love. I mean, this is a, basically this is a cast of three. Uh, there's another guy in there. I can't remember who played him. Uh, sorry, other guy. I'm sure you're still great in that, even though I can't remember your name. Uh, but really, really stellar performance by everyone. I mean, John Goodman. Uh, here's the thing about John Goodman. Like, he's such a lovable, fun guy. And every time you see him in anything, you know, he just kind of like lights up the screen. But man, when he plays, uh, uh, I don't even, I don't want to say, again, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but not even a villain, but a a character who's threatening. I guess uh, I don't think that's giving anything away. Man, he he's actually he's actually he's 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 a scary scary guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think I, I almost wish that he would play uh, those those roles a little more because he's just so good and yeah, really creepy stuff. Um, so once again, the name of the film is uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. And uh, you can, if you're in your bunker uh, at the end of the world, uh, you can catch this on Paramount Plus and Hoopla. So uh, I guess catch on on Paramount Plus before that uh, streaming service just disappears forever. Uh, and speaking of people uh, who are broadcasting from their uh, bunkers, I'll, I'll pass this over to Paul. <laughs> Why, thank you, Zach. And I'll, I'll second that movie as well. That's, that's an excellent film. Um, <clears throat> so continuing with my theme of Movies where a majority of the cast melts, I've got to go with pretty much the granddaddy of movies where most of the cast melts from 1975. Is it 74, 75? Sorry about it. 75. Bill, do you know what movie this is? You should know. The Devil's Reign. No. Oh. You're supposed to give them time to answer. The Devil's Reign. <laughs> yeah. Why? By, by, the guy, by the director of Dr. Fives. That's right. Uh, Robert Foyt. Is it Foost? Foist? Fust? I don't care. What's He's dead. Name? He's dead. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> but it's the Devil's Reign that's spelled R A I N, um, and it is amazing. It's playing on Tubi, Pluto TV, Shout TV, and Plex, um, and oh, apparently also AMC Plus. If anyone actually happens to have that one, so this one has an amazing cast. It has got uh, it has got Ernest Borgnine. It has William Shatner, Eddie Albert, Ida Lupino. Keenan Wynn, Tom Skerritt, and in his future debut, John Travolta. Uh-huh. And this is just oh, and and uh, it also has in it and as a consultant, Anton Lavey. So there you oh go. My. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is amazing. It is goopy, melty people everywhere. It's also famous, aside from being John Travolta's uh, screen debut, is this is the film where they basically had to make a life cast of William Shatner for when his eyes are, are missing and when he's melty and stuff. Spoilers. But uh, they used that life cast to go ahead and make a Captain Kirk mask. And what was that Captain Kirk mask used for later? Why, Halloween. of course. Yep, Halloween. Mm. That's the original Michael Myers mask. So it all ties back to the Devil's Reign. Yeah, this one's wild because they're like, wait, you've got these older act character actors in this. And it's just this bizarre, melty, goopy, uh, amazing melty film not a good film but but still pretty amazing and <laughs> and uh and ernest borgnine is is pretty much fantastic in this there's there's no two ways about it so um that's that's all we got we've got the devil's reign playing again on tubi pluto tv shout tv plex and amc plus and speaking of melting satanists i'll pass this to bill mulligan why thank you thank you hey you know what i finally got to see ant-man quadrophenia the other day 
and um, it's terrible. <laughs> like we should we should do like a deep dive on what the hell happened to Marvel. I, I just, I, I'm just I'm just baffled. But that's not the film. I, I want to talk about something uh, that did not have the budget of the craft service table on any day of uh, Ant Man. Um, it's 1973's strange little movie Ganja and Hess, which I couldn't believe that we didn't do. But oh, yeah. unless Paul unless Paul screwed up the uh, the the you know, <laughs> spreadsheet beyond all recognition, apparently we've never done it. Um, it stars uh, Dwayne Jones, who was of course the star of Night of the Living Dead, and again never did much after it. It's which is really baffling he was so good in everything he did and and definitely you know in one of the greatest horror movies of all time and yet i don't know maybe he just preferred theater or for whatever reason just was not used much is directed by bill gunn who didn't do much either and and this film kind of disappeared uh, appeared under a bunch of different names oh man a bunch of different names um you may have seen this film as black evil black vampire blackout the moment of terror Blood Couple, Double Possession, or Vampires of Harlem. They are all the same movie, or, or are they? Because like Black Vampire, which was the video title, is Ganja and Hess, but it's an alternate version with scenes that are not in Ganja and Hess and scenes that are in Ganja and Hess, but these are alternate takes. And, and both versions have something to... There, there's good in both of them. It's it's kind of a shame. I'm sure someone has probably attempted to kind of Frankenstein them together and, and come up with yet another version. I believe the original one has been accepted as like considered an important film by who, whichever the Smithsonian, whoever it is, who takes a couple of movies every year and makes sure they don't disappear. So it has finally gotten some attention. Like, what's it about, Bill? It's a vampire film. It's, a, it's about an anthropologist who um, becomes a vampire after his intelligent but unstable assistant stabs him with an ancient cursed dagger. Yeah, that's unstable. Mm. <laughs> um, he then falls in love with uh, his assistant's widow, and it goes on from there. So it's kind of an African telling of the traditional vampire myth. And it's mm. really cool. It's a slow burn. It's not, uh, you know, the, there's no sparkly vampires. It's It ain't Blackula, let me put it that way. And I love Blackula. I'm not saying that to be mean or sarcastic or anything. I love Blackula. I'd rather watch Blackula than Ganja and Hess. But watching Ganja and Hess makes you feel like, you know, you're intelligent and, you know, you're sipping, <laughs> sipping your Paps Blue Ribbon through your, you know, complete lensless glasses, trying to pick up some goth girl, whatever. Um, yeah, it's a good film. It's definitely worth watching. It is on Fubo prime and canopy so that is 1973's ganja and has definitely worth a look and then you can you know then you can smoke a pipe at a party when people are name dropping other films and everything it's like well yes but it's no ganja and has (laughs) you know or something (laughs) douchebaggy like that i also want to mention so it's it's been a long time since i watched this movie and i remember hardly anything about it but yeah. I will say, I mean, I love Dwayne Jones, and I, I love him in this movie. Or I remember loving him. But I also remember, like, being just blown away by Bill Gunn's performance. I kind of want to, like, rewatch mm-hmm. this to see if it... I, I just remember being, like, blown away by his performance. Like, it's... it's He's got a very, like, authentic, 
uh i don't even i don't even remember like what it was about it but yeah so uh it's a it's a it's got like two uh really just phenomenal performances in it that i don't think it talked enough about enough uh in uh just like discussions about 70s horror yeah you're and you're right bill gunn is very good in it and and why because he's the writer director and like any smart writer director who also wants to act in his movie he wrote himself the best part i totally approve (laughs) so yeah definitely worth worth a look Check it out. Check it out. Now it's it's not a part. Don't don't invite a bunch of your stupid. Don't really like horror films. Think that you know the best Friday the Thirteenth was Jason X, uh, idiot buddies, <laughs> and and put this one on because they're gonna like start booing it ten minutes when nothing happens in the first ten minutes. They're gonna throw it out. So you know this is this is for cultivated tastes. You, know. you mean pe- educated like a- people who know that Jason takes Manhattan is the best Friday the Thirteenth? <laughs> oh well, how, how could it not be? I mean, just that title alone. I, you know, you, you mentioned Jason X. The, the part that I, the part that everyone remembers is they have they have a hollow deck. The, the sleeping bags, yeah. <laughs> the sleeping bags. I'll say no more for those who haven't seen it. I don't want to spoil yeah, it. I'll just yeah. say sleeping you'll, bags. You'll know, you'll know it when you see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's better than Leprechaun in Space. <laughs> I feel like there was another um, film that they were talking about doing a in space version and it would have been absolutely stupid but or maybe i was thinking they were going to send leprechaun back to the old west and do a western with leprechaun <laughs> i'm still i'm still i've still fallen into this horrible uh rabbit hole of movies that never got made and uh you know after a while you start you start you know forgetting was this one made or or did i imagine it i feel like i've seen it because they write themselves a lot of them Ilsa versus Bruce Lee in the Devil's Triangle. Take my money. Hey, Renee, uh, do you have a movie to recommend? Oh, speaking, oh, of, yeah, speaking, sorry, of, speaking of forgetting I things, we were done. I totally forgot. I thought we were done. Wow. I, I like. Just, to, I just like to go with the flow. Wow, Renee. Oh man, I'm sorry, Renee. I was just going. Into oh my, my god, we're no. all done, and I'm just going to see how long I can go on before you, you know, you just leave. Um, Honestly, yeah. I would hey, just let what? you keep going. It's fine. <laughs> You know what? This I feel. I feel like uh, we haven't had enough reviews. Uh, Renee, do you have something else to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny you mention that. I actually do have a second recommendation. Uh, it is actually not a movie, though. It is a series. There's only four episodes, so you can get you know you can watch it pretty quickly. You don't even need to watch every episode because they're all kind of their own standalone. Uh, it is a Shutter original series, and it is called. Queer for Fear, The History of Queer Horror. It is really interesting, I will tell you. So uh, basically it's a documentary, and it's uh, different uh, people that are coming in. They're telling their own experiences and, you know, kind of giving a look back on some of these older movies and different perspectives on them, their own relationships with movies, and just things that give you a really a different perspective and kind of makes you want to watch the movie again. Really interesting um, and entertaining as well. And uh, yeah, it's available on Shutter. I think the episodes are only about maybe 45 minutes each. And uh, yeah, once again, it's called Queer for Fear, the history of queer horror. And it's on Shutter. And now we're really done. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, do you have anything to sing us out with? Oh, no. <laughs> God, no. Oh man! <laughs> oh, I just man. try and see what happens. Someday, yeah. someday. 
Just break I mean, yeah. out in no, song. No one else does have something that sings that with. I do. Uh, but, you know. Oh, I was going to sing the Jason X theme song, but you go right ahead. Uh, how's ahead. that one go? Jason X, Jason X. Is that it? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, close enough. <clears throat> well, mine actually ties in with like That's right. It's I Melt With You by Modern English. Oh, Moving yeah. forward using all my breath. Making love to you was never second best. Shall I save saw us? the world crashing <laughs> all around your face. Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace. For the weekend of May 26th, Bill recommended Deathline, available on Amazon Prime, Shutter, Night Flight, and Plex, and Ganja and Hess on Showtime, Canopy, Fubo, and DirecTV. Paul recommended The Devil's Reign, available on Shutter, Tubi, Pluto TV, The Arrow Player, and Plex. And Body Melt, available on Tubi and Voodoo. I recommended The Offering, available on Hulu. And Queer for Fear, The History of Queer Horror, available on Shudder. Zachary recommended Jason X, available on Tubi. And 10 Cloverfield Lane, available on Paramount Plus and Hoopla. Paul, I was I was going to say I was a little bit disappointed that you uh, didn't recommend... For your theme, your melting person theme, uh, that you didn't recommend Street Trash, and then I remember that absolutely no oh, yeah. one should ever watch Street Trash. Whatsoever, <laughs> I, I, so. I, actually, I thought I had already recommended it at one. Point. Oh, really? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I was. I was thinking about Street Trash, as you always are. But because I think I didn't, I mention Street Trash this weekend. Renee, I thought I had mentioned it. Apparently, no. I don't but, remember. but Body Melt is lesser known. Yeah. Apparently, no one has ever possible. recommended Street Trash, as it should so, be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really? Oh, I, I know what I'm going to recommend at some point. It's How can so you mean, not? Oh, shit, I think you Come did. Come on, it's, it's oh, got the God. best homage to 2001 in it. It's so bad. The future opens wide. Mm-hmm. 